what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hey, Meredith. How's it going? It's going well. I got to watch an awesome episode of The Bachelorette last night, so I'm feeling good. Did, did you really find that episode to be awesome? Well, I quite enjoyed the the spicing it up of two bachelorettes, even though they talked about it the whole episode. Two bachelorettes, two bachelorettes. I enjoyed it. I am like that we have something new to look forward to. Okay. Well, I, I was getting a little tired of their their banter and chit-chat and how wonderful this is to go uh, into this uh, process together, but uh, hopefully it'll grow on me. There was a little too much wooing coming from Rachel and Gabby. They kept wooing a lot, but it, it calmed down as the episode went in, and I loved, like, night one, the check-in with each other, like, oh, who have you talked to? Who have you talked to? Oh, I kissed him. Oh, my gosh, I'm obsessed with him. Like, I thought that was fun. I liked the girl talk. Yeah, I, it, it was a little strange at first when they were talking to the bachelors together. That, that was really awkward, I thought. And it, it seemed to improve once they, they split up. Yeah, it was definitely uncomfortable. I was wondering if they were they thought they had to stay together all night, and I just... Didn't think that was going to go well. Well, what I do like about them is they seem to be making their own rules as they go. And I, I, I'm all for girl power or young lady power, whatever the appropriate terminology is. Feminist. Okay. That's good, too. <laughs> all right. So shall we get into some of the highs of the episode? Let's do it. Yes. My first one is just like an overall high of seeing Gabby and Grandpa John back on my TV. I love them. Yeah, Grandpa John is good. He, we, I think we decided he should have his own show. He should and, be the old bachelor. And we have a, the threatening menace of Rachel's father. What's his name again? Big Tony. Big Tony, who's there to scare the hell out of any bachelors that are going to eventually show up on his doorstep. I just, I wonder what Big Tony thought about this. Oh, great. We just went through this, and now you're the bachelorette? I bet I don't think Big Tony's a happy Big Tony. I think Big Tony's probably in Florida buying more guns to prepare. <sighs> what a happy thought. <laughs> um, so, you know, the first night is kind of hectic. You know, we don't know who these guys are. A lot of limo entrances, a lot of random conversations. A limo entrance that I enjoyed, Logan. He was practicing hanging out with two cute chicks. And he had little baby chickens in his hands and and they were just so cute i thought that was funny and i thought it was funny that gabby thought they were rats yeah i put that one on my low lights actually because uh, you know walking in with two little chicks rats whatever i just it just felt weird to me and then th toward the end of the night they were gone and i just kept thinking he killed the chicks now he no, why no, he said they got drunk. He had to call him a cab, send them home. He, they're not I, dead. I, they're sleeping. I think that he got tired after a while and he just sort of mashed them and threw them in the garbage because, you know, why, who wants to spend the whole night carrying little chicks around? Maybe Blanco, the horse, ate them. And then, yeah, okay, well, that's, Blanco certainly made an impression as well. 
Okay, another high for me. Ryan, the oldest guy on our season, I think he's 36. He likes the Botox, if you remember. Him teaching Gabby how to speak Boston. I thought that was really funny. They had some good banter going on. He called her Gabber and told her to shush because she he, she wasn't paying attention to the lesson. I, I thought they had a good connection. I, I like that. But isn't he the one that came in with the clown nose and hair? I don't remember. It's I possible. Think he, I think he did, which sort of turned me off a bit. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure it was Ryan. I made note of it. I was... I was trying to find highlights on the first impressions coming out of the limo. I found more lowlights than highlights. And, and Ryan came in with a clown nose and, and clown hair and I think was... You're talking was about a, how Clayton was a clown? Yeah, there was way too much Clayton banter and that was bugging the ladies. Yeah. Um, a good conversation was with Tino and Rachel. He took her back to the stairs because we, we do know that's where she sobbed a lot when Clayton told them that he was in love with all of them and slept with all of them. And Rachel cried on the stairs for a full 24 hours. So he took her back to the stairs since she had a troubled past with them and wanted to give her a better memory. And he kissed her. And I thought that was sweet. It was, like, it was a good recall to last season, but a good way to start off the new season. And Rachel seems very into Tino. And and I had him as a highlight for, for his initial impression when he came in, and he, he he did get the initial impression rose, I guess a combination of making a good first impression when he came in, on his forklift, told uh, the ladies that he was very good with his hands. Okay, that was good. But he, and no, that they looked forking gorgeous. He, he Yeah, but he seemed to have a, you know, he, he didn't come off as creepy. I thought he came off as, as uh, pleasant, fun. And obviously, Rachel enjoyed meeting him there on the stairs. So, um, uh, so I, I had Tino. He made my highlights. Just uh, good overall first impression with him. Good top four pick for Meredith. Good top four pick. Yes. My last high. I enjoyed Eric and Gabby talking about her fake hair and mullets. I thought that was funny. She's like, "Oh, I'd look beautiful. I have a fake tan, fake hair. Everything on me's fake." Yeah, that seemed to go well. I mean, Eric, I think you and I both picked Eric in the final four. And um, that conversation seemed to be starting off weird where it seemed like Eric was sort of lying on top of her or or whatnot. And and he at first didn't seem to have much to say. I thought he was a little bit boring. But they, they seemed to have a good banter back and forth. We both actually picked Eric to win for Gabby. Okay. And I'm a little concerned about our pick. I put this in the lows that I was worried about Eric having, because he has a good connection with both Gabby and Rachel. But then towards the end, when he didn't get a first impression rose from either, he really started to get a little too cocky and was kind of being an asshole. Like he, he deserved a first impression rose from one of them. I didn't love that side of him. Does he have villain potential? I don't know. He could be like a late season villain, maybe. But, you know, I would be willing to let you pick a new villain since yours are gone. Well, um, I, you know, the, the thing that I think Eric needs to worry about is he seems to have a good connection with both ladies, which I, I fear could bite him in the butt uh, at some point in time. And I, I think he kissed Gabby. 
Mm-hmm. I think he could have kissed Rachel, but he sort of pulled back and didn't, which was probably smart on his part. I agree. I think it would have been a bad look to make out with both of them night one. Because I think they're going to be talking throughout this whole thing I th- and comparing notes. So, you know, if, if, if you're trading spit with both ladies, I think uh, that's going to be a problem. Of course, I agree. I think that Logan, our cute chicks boy, could have a similar issue. It seemed like he had a good connection with both of them. I feel like those were maybe the only two guys we saw that got to speak to both of them. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Well, so as far as highlights, I number one, I was impressed. Gabby looks like she's at least half a foot taller than Rachel. I don't know if Rachel is short or Gabby is tall, but I was really struck that Gabby seemed to tower over her. Just, I, I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing. It was just an observation that I made. So I think that it's both true that Gabby is tall and Rachel is short. Um, you know, other highlights I had, I, I thought Avon made a good first impression. I think Avon is also one of your picks. I sort of like the my Rachel winner pick. Okay. I, I, I liked, you know, he, he seemed to have a, a good rapport there and, you know, he wasn't over the top. He seemed sensitive, nice, safe. So I liked Avon. I'm a dad. I liked Avon. I like him as well. Uh, I sort of like the fact that Spencer provided them with chairs to sit down when he, when he came out and out of a limo, he brought them folding chairs because they're going to be out there standing, I assume in high heels the whole night. At some point I would think they'd get tired. I thought that was a good move by Spencer. I like that. But I also did notice, I think when he came out and they introduced him, uh, he was Spencer, the grad student. And I think I went back and checked the initial bio he used to be a venture capitalist, so I'm wondering what's what happened there. So, uh, wow, good um, catch. Yeah, so just uh, something to be thinking about. I thought Hayden, I think it's Hayden from Florida. I thought he made a very good first impression with Rachel. He's trying to play the Florida connection. He had a birthday card for her. Um, I, I thought that that was pretty good on his part. I thought it was sweet. You know, I trying to think of like the the right way to say this. I'm not sure that Hayden is straight. <laughs> okay, well, I did not pick up on that, but uh, I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah, you know, I, Colton was the bachelor. Crazier things have happened. Okay, and uh, I guess the final highlight is I'm not a big Jesse Palmer fan. I, I just find him to be too smug. That's a highlight. Well, at the end, if you watch the very end when the credits were rolling and he had to clean up horse poop uh, left by Blanco, that made me happy. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was my highlight. It's a little petty, but that's fine. Okay. Let's move to our lows. My first one, Jason. I don't remember anything about him, but I wrote his name, Jason, having something in common with Clayton. This was his limo entrance. He's being he's in love with three women, his mom, his sister and his dog. It was very cringy. I don't think you should say that you're in love with any of those people slash animals. It's kind of weird to say, oh, I'm in love with my sister. You can say you love your sister, but I don't think you're supposed to say you're in love with your sister. Yeah, I, I knew what he was trying to do. His execution, not great. Um, another bad limo entrance, Quincy, who apparently goes by Prince, talking about how he hasn't had sex in a year and a half because he's very in- intentional. 
And I thought it was funny that Gabby and Rachel were like, yeah, I can't relate because we we know that both of them did sleep with Clayton in the fantasy suite. He was on my low light list as well. And and Quincy is a life coach. You know, I, I would just think that a life coach would be a little bit more thoughtful than than Quincy was there and and, and his approach. And that that's, you know, bragging that he hasn't had sex for a year and a half just uh, because he's so intentional. I found to be somewhat of a head scratcher. Yeah, it's a no for me. Um, next, first off, Roby. Didn't know that's how you pronounced his name. Thought it was Robbie. That threw me for a loop. But we got some magic tricks from from good old Roby. Yeah, you know, and and you know, I really I really whiffed on the the whole villain thing. In that, uh, you know, I. I Considered Roby just because of my my Scooby Doo background, knowing that magicians are often the villain. Um, but I and Roby made my low light list. But I, I guess this morning I woke up almost feeling bad for Roby in that he has this disheveled look of I'm not that popular a person, so maybe I'll learn how to do magic tricks and people will like me. Sort of look and. Um, I, I'm, I worry that he doesn't have a good social life. Well, I've seen that his sister is a famous actress. I don't remember her name. I didn't recognize her name. But apparently he, he is like celebrity world adjacent already. So he's probably okay. Okay. Well, I saw a picture of him on a red carpet with her. So he's probably doing all right. Okay. Well, that, that's good because he... He, you know, he, he also did- he had a haircut. On the red carpet, he looked much better. Yeah, I mean, he, he you know, he, he looked like the guy from high school who really had no clue of how to actually present himself. I don't know. He just, he just, I, I fear I can relate to him. But uh, <laughs> although I've never learned any magic tricks, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I had him on the low light list, but I, I found myself feeling a little bad for him. Okay, what other lows do you have? So I'm. That's all I've got. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I'm. Not, I was not a big fan of Jacob showing up topless, oiled up on the horse, uh, saying that he's only here for a happy ending. Um, I think that joke went over Rachel's head. I don't think she got it. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, me too." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I. I guess maybe if I had his physique, I'd, I'd walk around topless as well. But I just think when you're when you're going to the the first night. Maybe you should see, leave a little mystery there and not uh, show off all the goods yet. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah, but we did get to see Gabby having a conversation with him and then in her interview talking about how she couldn't stop staring at his rock-hard pecs and then going cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah, she's, <laughs> she seemed to be ready to drool all over him. Um, uh, Coach Kirk, I'm not thinking that he's going to be around too long. I mean, he's he's trying to pump up the boys and, and you know, let's, let's go get them, you know, and I, I'm just not sure that's going to last too long. Did you recognize the like speech he was giving Gabby and Rachel when he walked out of the limo? I don't know. Should I have recognized it? Well, Twitter told me this. I would never have known on my own. Twitter told me that it was a speech from Miracle, that hockey movie that 
my brother used to like when we were growing up. That's a great movie. Okay. I, I, I recommend that movie as well, but uh, I, I did not make that connection. And that still doesn't help me with uh, Coach Kirk. I'm still not a fan. No, not a fan either. As much as I hate to say it, low light, the twins were just so boring. I, <laughs> I was, they were awful. And, you know, I, I thought they would be up to mischief. They were just in over their heads. They got the early tickets home appropriately. Um, <laughs> disappointed in the twins. Yeah, the, I don't have many good things to say about the twins. I did think that they would last a little bit longer, but their exit was hilarious to me. I couldn't stop laughing. What was so funny about it was just, it was, hey, come on. The the three people that I considered as villains, the the two twins and the magicians, you three need to leave now. Yeah, it's like, sorry. Well, it's just sad, you know. It's like, we're not actually going to send anyone home because we don't feel like we got enough time with these people. But we both got enough time with you, and we know there's nothing there. And instead of just doing a normal rose ceremony – and sending those three boys home, not giving them roses, they just call them out like, hey, Joey, Justin, Roby, hit the road. <laughs> it I, was so funny. I, and, I, and I find myself smiling at the name Roby as opposed to Robbie. It was R-O-B-Y, so you and I both assume that his name is Robbie, but he goes by Roby. Well, I was talking to my roommate while I was watching the show, and I was like, how am I going to remember to pronounce his name as Roby? And then you know, it's not really a problem after today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's about all I've got for uh, for low lights. Well, okay. Let's go into the right reasons because I'm giving mine to Avon, you know, my, my Rachel winner pick. He just seemed like such a nice guy to me. He really stuck out, very genuine. His limo entrance was cute. He talked to both of them individually saying he wanted to treat both of them right. You know, for Grandpa John and Big Tony, he knew that they were watching. Um he had a good conversation with Rachel about how it's hard for him to open up, but he wants to try, even though it's on this tight timeline, which is like a little eye rolly, but it, it works on The Bachelorette. And he just seems like a good guy. He's here for the right reasons. I get good energy from him. Yeah, I, I, I liked him as well. I think that's a good choice. For right reason, I'm giving it to Gabby and Rachel because... You know, they got to this rose ceremony. There are a bunch of guys they really didn't get to talk to. This is their show. They're going to make some rules and said, hey, we want to do this a little bit differently. We're not doing the rose ceremony. We'll we'll dish a few of these loser guys, but uh, you know, we want to keep the rest of them and give them a real chance. And I think that was a very appropriate and uh, nice thing to do. I wish we would have seen other people do that. We've watched this silly show for many seasons now. And we, we know that there are always some guys that for whatever reason, don't get any FaceTime the first night they're going home. Maybe we'll be great guys. Who knows? Or great girls. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's how uh, we got grocery store. Joe, you don't know who that is, but he got engaged on paradise last year and he was a first night boot. Okay. So, so anyway, you know, kudos to them for saying, Hey, uh, didn't get a chance to meet all the guys. It would be wrong to send them home. Let's uh, let's throw a curveball here. What you know? What's poor Jesse going to do? Yeah, go go with the flow, Jesse. Well, speaking of Jesse, you're you're going to like my wrong reason because that's who it is. It's Jesse Palmer. I had issues with how much he was asking Gabby and Rachel. Like, how do you think this is going to work? Like, how is this season going to work? 
it's not up to them to figure out how this works. Like, they're here to find love and meet all these guys. Like, Jesse, stop asking them how this is going to work. They have no idea how it's going to work. You and the producers need to figure out how we're going to make all of this work and then tell them they've got enough on their plate. And it really bothered me. It would, it would be, it would be nice. You know, and, and uh, I think Jesse at one point came up to him and said, here's what's going to happen tonight. You're going to get first impression roses to give out. Well, yeah, well that happens every time, Jesse, we sort of assumed that was the case. Um, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Can you tell me something else? Yeah, it's like you're not really giving us any clues on how the the rose ceremony might go. Do I get ten roses? Does she get ten roses? How is this going to work? We don't know. So that it, that would have been useful information to to share with the ladies at that point. Yeah, Jesse has not been very helpful so far, and then, you know it makes me wish like what would this season look like with Tasha and Caitlin back co-hosting together and we'd have four girls just having so much fun i was thinking chris harrison but okay no gone bring back Tasha and caitlin do we know anything about where chris harris where where, what's his whereabouts is he like on his own island somewhere or what i don't know i mean i'm sure he got a very nice payout and he maybe he'll write a tell-all book at some point okay well for for my wrong reason I, I grappled with two of them, you know, and I and maybe I should have brought this up in low lives. I I really felt this the whole we're besties between Gabby and Rachel was a little too fake for me, uh, a little too over the top. We're hugging, we're the Bachelorettes, we're going through this together. Oh, too much, you know, too much, too much screaming and giggling. I it, it felt fake to me, but. Ultimately, I will give the wrong reason to the Bachelor producers for bringing these twins on the show. There was really no reason to bring twins on the show other than the fact of, oh, they're twins. You know, and they brought nothing. You know, they weren't interesting twins. They were just twins. They did no research. They did nothing. They just want to throw some twins out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving the producers or the recruiters, whoever makes these decisions, wrong reason, poor choosing there. Yeah, there's got to be a better set of twins out there that, you know, someone could actually be interested in. It's not 24. Like, why would Gabby be interested in a 24-year-old twin? Well, I I mean, there could be some 24-year-old twins that are interesting that have had a little bit of life experience. Man, these guys. They they, went to the same college together, but they didn't room together. They don't work for the same company, but they do the same job. And they have the same hobbies. It was awful. Anyway. But one of them more laid back. But we don't know which is which. So anyway, uh, glad no, that we don't gone. need to know which is which. We don't. We don't. So sayonara um, to the twins. I hope to not see you in paradise. So, you know, just uh, for the record, uh, I got one first impression rose correct. I chose Mario getting a first impression rose from Gabby, which he did. I didn't uh, like that. That I got it right or that, that no, Gabby... I didn't, like- I thought I would like Mario. He's got a really nice smile, but something about him I'm not enjoying. I don't know. Like the conversation with Gabby to me didn't seem like it went that well. And their first kiss was uncomfortable. It was not a good looking kiss. I, I, I agree with you. I was surprised that Mario was her pick. Um, you know, I thought it could have been Eric. I thought it could have been somebody else. I don't know, but um, you know. You know, chalk one up for the dad. Yeah, good job, dad. 
And the, the other, uh, uh, Tina was uh, Rachel's first impression, Rose. Not not your first impression, Rose pick, but one of your final four picks. Mm-hmm. So, so. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about my final four right now. I've got Eric. I've got Tino. I've got Avon. Yeah, and I, I, well, I've got Mario. I've got Eric. You know, Zach, who was one of the people that I don't think got any FaceTime with either of them, he sort of looked like a werewolf to me you know, with his little shabby beard. I was a little concerned. I, if they had had a rose ceremony, I think Zach might have been hitting the highway. So I'm glad that uh, the ladies decided to let everyone else stay around for a while. And in the preview, I believe it's Zach that Jesse Palmer is talking to where he's like, I've got to tell her the truth. And he's like crying. So he must make it a decent way to be crying over something. I, it, it would appear that way. It would appear that way. And then in the previews, we're getting a lot of this uh, roses being turned down by bachelors because Rachel's to, roses being turned down. Yeah. That because uh, they're here for Gabby. You know, so if, this is, Oh, if meatball turned down my rose, I would die of embarrassment. Well, it sounds like Rachel's about to die from embarrassment. Because, you know, she didn't really want Meatball. He's just a space filler. And then her space filler's like, nah, not interested. Well, who is your MVP for this week? My MVP are, I have two, Gabby and Rachel, co-bachelorettes, co-MVPs. I liked seeing their friendship, how supportive they are of each other. I think it's really awesome seeing it considering, like, I was worried. People were worried about them getting pitted against each other. And I think it's important that they're showing that they're like a strong united front, even though it's going to get messy. It looks like they aren't ever fighting with each other. They're more upset with like the men in the situation. And I thought it was absolutely savage watching them single out Roby and the twins and send them home instead of handing out roses. I just thought it was hilarious. Okay. Well, I, I, We'll see how how buddy buddy they are as they go through this process because I I do think at some point there will be some some conflicts with we we like the same guy. Hopefully they'll they'll figure this out. Well, they do still seem to be friends now, so it, I'm sure it does work out. Or they're just pretty good actresses. Okay. Do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? A couple things. Um, so, and I'll be interested in your thoughts on this. You know, that I, I thought it was very appropriate that uh, Tino and Eric asked permission to kiss the ladies as opposed oh, Don't to, like know, it. Okay, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I don't want any guy just grabbing my daughter and start making out with her. I, I think it's got to, you know, there needs to be some permission in there. I think that, you know, if you're a normal person and can read social cues, you know when it's appropriate. Well, Rachel seemed disappointed a couple times that uh, she didn't get a kiss from some of the bachelors. And I I just found it to be a rather awkward thing. But I will say, and I'll throw this to you, there seems to be a very big difference when it's a bachelor like Clayton, who seemed to have no qualms and just uh, making out with everyone. Uh, probably on the first night versus the bachelorettes who seem to have to wait for guys to make the move. Well, it seemed like Gabby wanted to make out with a lot of people. But but she wasn't making the first move. 
Yeah, but to be fair, like it's a different it's a different scenario. Like you don't want to make out with everyone because then what if oh that was someone I'm not really that into, but Rachel is into. Like you don't want to you know start any drama there that's unnecessary. Okay. Um, you know, so so as we mentioned at the end of the program, we're supposed to have a rose ceremony, but Gabby and Rachel say no, we're not going to do it this way. It's our show. So you know, fatherly advice. Don't let the guys make the rules. Now, you're a strong, independent woman. You make the rules. I respect that. So way to go, Gabby and Rachel, deserving of your MVP. And my final advice, you know, uh, it always bothers me that when we go to these rose parties, the sun is coming up at the end of them. It, God knows what time it is. And what we've, we've been doing this all night long for hours and hours. And now it's seven in the morning, eight in the morning. Um and some of these guys still didn't have time to talk to them. That makes no sense to me. So, you know, the rule and when I was growing up used to be that nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Now the rule really is nothing good happens after midnight. You know, you need to be going to bed by midnight. Now I'm quickly getting to nothing good is going to happen after 11 o'clock at night. I'm not there yet, but I'm heading in that direction. But, you know, let's we need to have some rules out there. Nothing good really happens after midnight. You guys need to be home safely in bed okay by yourself i'm not much of a night owl so i also like to be in bed by midnight but i i don't think i would do well on the first night of the bachelorette i would need a nap break i I suspect that you would that's why you don't need to go on that show (laughs) yes don't worry dad then i how could i podcast if i was on it yeah that's right that's right All right. We'd like to thank The Mesh for hosting our podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And join us next week as we discuss the first dates of Gabby and Rachel's season from the right perspective and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.